to the worst week yet, the least informed podcast on the left. It's a podcast where every week we dive headfirst into the waters of what's been going on and then try to laugh our way to buoyancy. I'm Andrew Hillary. I am joined once again by my co-host, Maria Guido. Maria, what's up? Wait, what does buoyancy mean? Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm good. I got irresponsibly high. Um, uh, it's a thing you do at gender reveal parties. If the baby floats, it's a boy. Buoyancy. It sinks, it's a girl. It sinks, right. it's a girl. Okay, now, hold on. We're if it getting sinks, off- it's a witch. There's the two genders, <laughs> right. boy and witch. We're getting a off track because the way, that this sure sh- the, sh- the way that this show goes is you ask me what's up, I say what I did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So what did you did, Maria? <laughs> the week, this weekend. Um, I had a fabulous weekend. I uh, went to the mall. I've been like, I did my makeup. Um, Your makeup like, looks nice. Thank you. I was Are you watching, crying right now? No. I'm oh, okay. just irresponsibly high. <laughs> uh, but I watched, like, I figured out how to do my makeup like i think during quarantine and also uh, lucia taught me how to do it as well um i also had this bath bomb okay mm-hmm. i did this bath bomb last night um and there was fucking glitter in it there was glitter in the water it was like green like a really cool like teal turquoise or like, maybe it's like turquoise green no i don't know i gotta look at it <laughs> But there was glitter in the fucking water. And then when I drained my tub, there was all this glitter um, in my, like, bathtub. Mm-hmm. And it's like I touched, like, the gl- I touched like the bath, the bottom of the tub, and there was glitter all over my hands. It was so awesome. And I bought other bath glitters <laughs> or bath bombs, um, Halloween bath bombs. It was There's a bat, a ghost, and a pumpkin. <laughs> Good to hear. Uh, We are joined today by a friend of the pod. uh, First time on the main show. Yeah. Coming coming out. It's rare rare to see someone work their way up from bonus to main feed, but we're we're fucking, we're we're doing it, folks. Right. Uh, You may know them from Not Safe for Wonks or Sentai Truther Club or uh, the other thing I forgot. Please welcome Kennedy T. Cooper. What's up? Hi. Hello. (laughs) Hi. I, I I liked this conversation about glitter because yes. like anyone who sees my makeup posts on Twitter knows that there's a lot of glitter involved in all of my makeup. I love uh, it. And uh, I definitely have these experiences where I wake up in the morning and my pillow is just glitter. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fucking beautiful. And I, you know... Maybe I'm going through like I'm not not a midlife crisis because my life isn't really a crisis except work is all you know crisis. But I just well I've always loved glitter. It's just I love it, and I'm going to buy a glitter bong. I decided glitter bong. Yeah, glitter like bong that like and I'm you could a- also use it as a flower vase when you're not using it. Yeah. You just have to clean it. Wait, no, that doesn't work. Sorry. <laughs> no one can clean a bong that good. Okay. 
Let's just move on to things that are real. Okay. Oh, I almost—I just, just got lightheaded. Speaking I need Speaking of real, this week has been a real stinker. <laughs> it has in a variety of ways. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh well. Yes, in fact, Maria Kennedy. It has a, a, just another stinker. So many things going wrong. I, I hate to say it, or I, I guess I love to say it because it's the name of the show and I do say it every week, but this last week might have been the worst week yet. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Hmm. Yeah. Pretty bad. Drop that motherfucking bomb on him. Drop that yeah. bath bomb on him. You so- dropped the bomb on me, <laughs> baby. You Whenever I hear bomb that song, on me. Yeah. I just think of like Walmart parking lots. Like every tailgate party, every tailgate party plays that song. Oh, see, I think I mean tailgating in a Walmart. What? It reminds me like what? You never seen it? Oh, is this like whenever teenagers, they can't go to bars, so they just find random places to be? Oh, we used to do that in Monroeville. And um, wait, but hold on. Back to the Gap Band. (laughs) What? Okay. You dropped the bomb on me. It's like a universal song, but it reminds me of like family parties and stuff and also like I, I don't know my i got i used to listen to the gap band when i was a kid and i still listen to the gap band i don't know if you could call you dropped the bomb on me a universal song because uh but i'm talking about that everybody has different experience everybody everybody loves does that some song. some people uh get truth bomb bombs dropped on them some people get drone striked by americans don't you turn me on and you turn you dropped the bomb on me. All right. We got to go to karaoke. Right now? Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> well, let's just do karaoke for the rest of the show. That's fine, All right. honestly. Yeah, yeah. On a, if, frankly, I don't think any of our listeners would mind at this point. Yeah, do we even have listeners? At this yes. Point? Okay. What's up? <laughs> Maria's like, wait, is this being recorded right now? Are you wearing a wire? I have, uh, I have imposter syndrome. <laughs> Oh, well, obviously there was a lot of a lot of tragic events over the week, but I want to start with uh, something that truly is just uh, heartbreak, unbelievable, something that t- I, I can't believe we are faced with such tough times that we must decide just the best path forward. And of course, I'm talking about uh, Elon Musk and Grimes have split up. Yeah, that oh. means that. Xanthony uh, Z- Z- Twelve will no longer <laughs> uh, have a family unit to get. I don't you <laughs> broken what? home, broken, broken home for Xanthony Twelve. I don't remember yeah. what you're spo- how you're supposed to pronounce it, but Xanthony's Xanthony Twelve is my that's what, I'm, 12. that's what I'm going with. I just call him like X Two R Five Dash Seventy Two. That's what you do X. call him every time. Yeah, <laughs> call him Robocop. Well, I mean, is she like going to get money? I don't know. Didn't they say they semi-separated or uncoupled or something? We all know what that means. Yeah, they're done. I mean, (laughs) they're fucking other people. Listen, a lot of people broke up, and you know what? I didn't break up with anybody. I just there's been a lot of breakups this year, including mine, which was, of course, uh, had my thunder stolen from me from Bill Gates and Melinda Gates splitting up. Yeah, dude. That was supposed to be my pity week, and then everybody's like, oh. Poor Bill Gates. By the way, what were you doing with Jeffrey Epstein all those times? P.S. I'm thinking of the song um, Breakup by Mario. Uh, 
with Gucci Mane in it. I'm glad you're thinking of Break Up with Mario and Gucci Mane. Yeah. Um, if you're at home, just play that song right loving now. Loving you, baby, <laughs> when you're loving you. Why would you want to break up? Okay. So Elon Musk, uh, he's single again. He's getting back out there. Him, Kanye, Bill, they're all going to go out. Everybody. Well, uh, yeah, everybody, you know? Yeah, we talked about midlife crisis earlier. Listen, I'm fine with it because everybody's getting single and I've been single and I'm ready to party. Uh, Not party. I'm not ready to (laughs) couple up, but I'm ready to, you know, hang out. You're going to go... you gonna go to the Met Gala? Hit on Elon? Mm. Ew! Fuck no! I Elon is not my type. I like you know. She's much more. You don't more like of a a, apartheid airs? That's <laughs> yeah. not your type. I did see another story this week that was apparently Elon Musk's dad. Uh, his father just welcomed a new baby. Damn. With his Who? stepdaughter. Oh well. That's fucking insane. Yeah. Yeah. That is the Jesus best Christ. word for it. Well, <laughs> somebody can. That honestly, I think, should be illegal. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't, I know. don't know. It's. I don't. I'm not. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. I don't know where to go with what you just said. But what I will say is that uh, Elon Musk's. Uh, he married or his dad married this woman whenever the stepdaughter was like three or something like a little kid and uh just made oh. a baby with her so did a woody allen poor woody allen yeah whoa wait did i oh i forgot to mention elon musk's dad's name is woody allen oh my musk God. woody allen musk holy shit that sounds like a question woody did allen she musk? get any money woody though e. allen. i don't know I think they signed a prenup. I imagine Elon Musk, he just strikes me as the type of person that would absolutely have a prenup. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, but, but I think don't know. about what this means for Elon. Like now he's got to start calling his stepsister mom. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's pretty weird. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this feels Ugh. like the start of a porno. Mm. It really does. South African stepsister, <laughs> relative of space billionaire. I don't know. <laughs> For some reason, I'm I'm thinking of that episode of Saved by the Bell when Jesse met her dad's new wife and she was like super young. And we are like 11 mad. minutes into this and you, you have three times been like, For some reason, I'm thinking of and then said something that is like only tangentially related. But you know what, Maria? That's why that's, that's, why that's what we're doing here. Show. Okay. <laughs> I don't think you have to explain why you're thinking of Saved by the Bell. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you have to justify that one to anyone. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. So while we're on the subject of families, Maria, your other cousin has gotten himself into some trouble. Who? Now, obviously, uh, Chris. listeners know Andrew Cuomo, famously Maria's cousin. All Italians are cousins. It's, yeah, it's unfortunate, but shit. it is true. Um, his little brother Fredo. I'm sorry, Chris Cuomo. Yeah, Fredo. <laughs> Fredo. I'm afraid Fredo not. Uh, I think Chris that Cu- we always said Chris was Fredo, right? That's we've said that like once, but that's what didn't. We got to go back into the. We have to go back into the vault and right figure now it out after karaoke. Yeah, after okay. karaoke. <laughs> um, what do he do? Uh, he has been accused of, you guessed it, sexual harassment. Yeah, would I you, mean, would you, would you believe it, dude? He's being—he's wow. just Italian. <laughs> I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> These are your people, Maria. Uh, you gotta get—you gotta get some some elder family member on the. Uh, yeah. You got—you know the uncle, 
Uncle uh, Cuomo? Uh, no, I don't know. I because I don't know how the Cuomos are related to me. Mm. So I'm not claiming those. It's motherfuckers. through sauce. What? Yeah, they, you share a you share a lasagna in common. <laughs> I did just do a 23 in me, and it's gonna be hilarious if I come back like not Italian. Become <laughs> Welsh or some shit. Yeah, my last name's Guido. I am uh, French. <laughs> it happens, though. Like, uh, a lot of my family has really Irish last names, but it turns out we're like 4% Irish, and that was all a lie. Oh, shit. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, also, um, friend of the show, Elizabeth Warren, for years believed that she was uh, <laughs> Cherokee. I don't <laughs> She should have never she, taken that test. When did she become a friend of the pod? Oh, um... It Never. was on the episode that you were out of town for. Yeah, you should have well, been it's, here. It's actually through the transitive property through me oh. because she's come on my other show, by which I mean Courtney Banks did her amazing impression of Elizabeth Warren on my other show not oh. that long ago. And if you've never seen that. Well, then Elizabeth <laughs> Warren, come on our pod. <laughs> Courtney Banks, run for senator in Massachusetts. Yes, so uh, this uh, Chris Cuomo, he was accused by his former boss at ABC, a woman named Shelly Ross. Uh, she came out and said uh, that it was a going away party for another colleague that he came up to her and, quote, walked toward me and greeted me with a strong bear hug while lowering one hand to firmly grab and squeeze the cheek of my buttock. Ah, uh, you know. Gross. Jesus Christ. Now, he did allegedly allegedly what he said to her in that moment was uh quote, I can do this now that you're no longer my boss. End quote. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Jesus. I mean, these fucking people. Like it's is he going to blame it on being Italian? Has he responded to it? I don't know. I he, did you all see his apology from back oh, then? No, no. No. Okay, okay, so he sent an email to her. Oh, that's always a mistake. And he was like, "Listen, tell your husband I'm so sorry I no! disrespected him. I'm not fucking kidding." Oh my no! god. Oh, that's Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I think that, you know, it <sighs> fuck these fucking Dago motherfuckers. Like, they make us fucking look so bad. And then I, it puts the responsibility on me as an Italian American, allegedly, because we don't know. We didn't get my thing back. Um, but, uh, like can we it puts read, all this can we read your 23andMe results live on the pot? Sure. Um, we can I, even figure out I'm what pretty, cancers I'm, I'm going to I'm pretty be sure given. you're Italian, but if you find out that you're not, I need to be able to replay that moment for the rest of my life. Oh, you want us to do it on the, like, you want to read the email when I get it or something or shit? I, yeah, that's, I literally oh, just said that. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, I don't know. That might be really personal. <laughs> Anyways, well, go okay. Fuck Chris Cuomo. It, all those that shit. It puts this pressure on me as an Italian American. Everything's to, about you, Maria. Yeah, to like, you know, be a good representation for Italian Americans. And look, I mean, look, I'm obviously 
amazing and I'm charming and all these things. But I her makeup looks so good right now, thank folks. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but I'm I also don't want that pressure. All right. I understand what you mean, though. I yeah. definitely do. Um, yeah. So let's see. Uh, oh, friend of the pod, and this is a confirmed friend of the pod. Donald Trump, back in the news. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I saw... Okay, wait. God. Because I saw a video of him the other day where he was talking about... I forget where he was at, but it just ended with... He's like, it's a disaster. God. I love that you said, oh, yeah, oh, go ahead, and then just told the story. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was gonna. I didn't want to talk about the Amtrak train that derailed in Montana and killed three people, but Maria, this all this derailing, I feel like we should. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm gonna breathe. <laughs> <laughs> so Donald Trump's back in the news. That didn't uh, take long. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> what do he do? He is suing his niece, Mary Trump, for that uh, <laughs> that groundbreaking report in the New York Times in 2018 about how he, you know, cheats on his taxes and all that shit. Yeah. Um, it's very exciting stuff. Very exciting stuff. So uh, he's suing her. He's suing. That's his fucking own amazing. Niece. And you're not doing any. You could be suing your cousin, Chris, or Fredo. Wait, George. Why you didn't you tell me you that? Can, you can't you can't ask somebody a question that's not currently on the podcast. Oh, uh, well, okay. <laughs> He's listening now. George, let's, we got to sue Cuomo. <laughs> um, I don't know, but he's suing her. That's fucked up. Did yeah. he say anything funny about it? No, that's the only bummer. I hate whenever Trump's in the news and there isn't a good quote. It's rare. He's he's got a lot of them. He's got a lot. I know, of them. right? He like was I was rewatching the video of him when he found out Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. We, I that, watch it like once a month. Yeah. It's so fucking it's perfect. Probably, it's she in, died. It's incredible. <laughs> it's in the she, nomination she <laughs> for one of the funniest moments. Of, wait, it didn't happen this year though. It was last year. Yeah, it's. Part well, you know, of, they always give out the the awards a year after. Yeah, so. it's part of the. Uh, <laughs> Um, our last supper table that moment. really that clip deserves a daytime Emmy. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's hilarious. In a great song too, tiny dancer. It's a good song. Oh, my God. Did you see that dog? Oh, my God. Did you Maria, see do that? not point out things that are happening on the TV All while right. we're recording a podcast. <laughs> <I'm s> <laughs> For the listeners at home, yes, I did see the dog that on the commercial that Maria pointed to. We're doing great here. Let's move on. Um, oh, oh, Politico reported this week that uh, former friend of the pod, Rudy Giuliani, has apparently been banned from Fox News. What? And his son. And his son, yeah. Wait, Rudy is son? no longer allowed on Fox News. It's like. You know, if you ever needed proof that nepotism is real, it's that <laughs> it works in reverse like this. Yeah. Because yeah. why is Rudy Giuliani's son getting denied other than all the things know. he says when right. he's on TV? So wait, well, that too, but <laughs> I thought you meant like Rudy was getting denied also to see his son. So they're both what? getting denied to, to Fox News. Wait, wait, wait. Time out, time out, time out. <laughs> You thought that I had a story that was Rudy Giuliani is both banned from appearing on Fox News 
and from seeing his son. Yeah, the way that you said it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Honestly, I could see that headline being real, though. Yeah. I mean, so like, what did Fox News, what's their uh Well, reason? every time he goes on, he spouts some conspiracy theory that ends up in a multi-million dollar lawsuit. So, I mean, it makes sense. Just from a, we don't want to keep getting sued because you're drunk and talking about Dominion again standpoint. Yeah. I but mean, it's very yeah. funny. He, he called up his contacts at Fox and he was like, can I come on and talk about Ivermectin? And they were like, <laughs> they were like we got to do something. <laughs> Jesus. Like, that's how you know, like, you're getting real. Like, how do him and Alex Jones feel? You know um, what I mean? Well, Alex Jones is super rich, yeah. so I don't think so he cares. Don't care. Rudy Giuliani, there's no way that that dude isn't broke or oh, like yeah, close no, to he's it. He's got money. He's it, yeah. No, I don't think he does because like oh really? Because like tr- I'm not sure. No, I'm thinking of Mike mm. Pence. Like, did you know like Mike Pence was like about to lose his home whenever Trump added him to the fucking team or yeah. to the ticket. Like Mike Pence was in dire straits, like going broke as a sitting governor. Money. Like, had no, <laughs> like in tens of thousand dollars in debt. Whenever Doesn't Donald that pay Trump- like over $200,000 a year? Yeah. yeah, it was something. I forget what it was, uh, but he fucked up royally. So I don't know. It's just, you love to see it. You love to see these people. I, I don't think Rudy Giuliani has it like that. Right. I think he's, there's, I imagine that he's broke. Dire, I have to guess. Yeah, dire straits. Rudy Giuliani, release your <laughs> bank statements. Money for nothing. Well, chicks are free. actually, he probably is broke because anyone who works for Trump, I mean, getting paid pretty right, hard. Right. Yeah, so. I mean, everybody's getting sued, you know, that was on the Trump team. Well, it's even just like Trump doesn't pay people. Like, that's like a famous thing that's been fu- like yeah. kind of forever. <laughs> yeah, like, he owes like every city money from his last tour. You know what, too? And here's the thing. Like, at some point, you have to blame the city. Why do you keep giving money to this motherfucker? You know what I mean? You know, you're just enabling him every time. Mm-hmm. Well, but it's I mean, like, it's uh... funny because he does funny <laughs> shit. Uh, you know, remember that time Trump left like uh, busloads of elderly yeah. people out in the cold? <laughs> that was very funny. And then remember the one time like there had to be like a hose sprayed on all of those people because it what? was like, oh, because uh, it was too hot. Yeah, because it hot. was too hot. I do remember that. We yeah. were there. Uh, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> which, let's talk some international news, baby. That's right. The worst week yet is going global. Across the pond. Across many ponds. Oh, sweet. All Bing ponds. Bong. We know no fear of ponds on this podcast. Nope. And you can take that to the bank. Take it to the bank. And the bank will be like, why do you have a 10-second clip from a podcast? What are you doing here? Why do you have a bunch of fish? And I'll be like, I'm robbing you, obviously. <laughs> this yeah. is this 10-second clip is supposed to be intimidating. Right. <laughs> <laughs> See, we figured it out. We got there, folks. Um, yes. Yeah, so first of all, uh, Canada had a little bit of a baby election this week. Oh, yeah. The snap election called by Prime Minister Blackface Trudeau. He wanted to try and... Um, he wanted to try and solidify support for himself in Parliament. Uh, in his- I liked the other guy, Jagmit. Uh, Jag- Jag- do I don't know what his name is. What Same- other guy? Didn't he run? I don't think he was running. Oh. Who are we or- talking about? Okay, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> the other guy, one guy, progressive guy in Canada. Yeah, oh. There's one progressive guy in Canada. 
Yeah. His name is Jagmeet Singh. Yes, He's the only yes, one. yes. Thank oh, you. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. <laughs> um, All right. So Trudeau ran. Well, no, I don't. Th- so they have like a parliamentary system. So I think the prime minister is just who's ever party is in the majority. I think we were, I tried to get some Canadian guests on to explain to me how it worked, but nobody returned my uh, single message that I sent on Instagram. What are you oh. doing? <laughs> don't hit the button. Don't hit the button. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I don't know which one you're gonna hit. I wanted them to do like the wah wah wah. Oh, <laughs> thanks a lot, Canadian <laughs> friends. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how this worked. I tried to have somebody explain it to me, and I'm a fucking idiot. So yeah, that I don't also really know. Did not work. Parliament, the- Kennedy, did you know any of that? Because you're really smart. Uh, I think Canada is like Britain, right? So you don't choose directly. I need to check though. Yeah. So um, the the point is, is that he wanted to get because the liberals have a majority of this they no sorry they have a higher proportion than anybody else but they don't have full-on half of that parliament so his goal was like oh we're gonna do this election we're gonna get up to being half of the parliament that way we will have like a full like a super majority or whatever um and good news didn't work uh they gained like five seats more but did not clear that fucking threshold they needed so essentially just did this election for really no reason um and yeah canada they're just as dumb as us well uh yeah i checked uh canada is exactly like uh the uk which is to say that you vote for a member of a party and that's it they choose who your prime minister is actually going to be you don't really get the choice it's not that different than what we have here yeah, though, let's exactly. be honest. it's really not yeah well <laughs> fuck trudeau dude he's a piece of shit yeah. that's such an asshole yeah i agree I they agree. said there's more photos of him doing blackface oh i've seen like a dozen of yeah them. it's like how many do you fucking have yeah, Justin Trudeau is personally responsible for, like, the majority of the blackface cinematic universe content that we have over at Not Safe for Wonks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that dude, just another photo of him comes out every week, it feels like. And it's just like, oh, Justin Trudeau was at a costume party in 1977 or whatever and <laughs> smeared coal dust all over himself. And Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> I love, I love, so many people are like, I want to move up to Canada where they're not racist. I'm like, uh, sir? Yeah, they're still racist. (laughs) Canada's more racist. I want to be clear, y'all. Canada is more racist than the United States. That might seem crazy to you if you've lived in the U.S. your whole life and the racism here has like boggled your mind um, because it's crazy and awful and ever present all the time. I'm not denying any of that, but Canada is actually worse. Yeah, I actually, uh, applied for a position in Toronto um, because their youth justice system is really fucked up. So there was like this nine-month position. Uh, uh, maybe I shouldn't talk about it right now. Probably but, not. Um, <laughs> but no, their youth justice system is really <laughs> fucked up. Um, and there's a lot of racial disparities within their youth justice system. It's really a lot of the same problems as we have. Canada, come on the pod. Yeah. We just want to talk. We just want to talk. So let's move on. Um, we, You know what, Maria? It's time. We're going to go across the pond. The European Union this week uh, proposed new rules that will standardize phone charging ports across all phone manufacturers. That means that uh, Apple will no longer be able to use a different charging port for no reason other than to like make more money off of their good. own chargers. Good, good, good. Damn. 
Good. The EU isn't usually based. What the fuck? Yeah. See, this is like one of those things that every single uh, person that is not rich is like, well, yeah, duh. But like companies will be like, no, 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 we need to do this. Also, um, I just got a new phone uh, this week. And I was like due for an upgrade or whatever. And uh, the ch- it for the it's a new iPhone. First of all, they don't come with a cube anymore, which like, when the fuck did they stop doing that? Why? Where's my cube? What the fuck? They gave me half of a charger. Like, oh, what, if yeah, this is new charger? what if this is your first iPhone? Like, what the fuck? Why is it like that? The new charger and then the new headphones, too. There's well, no there's are- no headphones. They gave me, it's just the charging cord. And the thing is, the one end is like the Apple branded lightning port, whatever. Mm-hmm. And the other brand is a USB-C, which means even if you have an old cube, it won't work because all the cubes have the regular USB 2 things. Yeah, it's like a smaller one, right? It's a smaller yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. So, um, the EU, the European Union, they've said that um, all uh, cameras, all phones, all handheld video games, everything that is like a rechargeable electronic must all have USB-C ports on it. Good. Just standardize across the board, which, I mean, it's like one of those things that like, oh, that's interesting. But like, imagine if all of the, if like you could buy uh, a brand of fucking lamp and depending on what brand you had, you had to like get a different plug for your wall or something. Like, yeah, I mean, it's that. It's at that point. Yeah, it's ridiculous to think about that. It's this is something that it was just allowed to happen. But I mean, who doesn't have like a giant plastic bin full of old like old cables chargers? that connect yeah, the yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like you're just you're digging through it. Like I don't even know what these are. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, I I'm I'm in agreement with that. So, uh, you know what? I endorse that. European Union, this time you got it right. You got it right. That'll never, I don't think it's it'll ever. probably not going to happen <laughs> yeah. for a really long time, but. Well, I don't think. I can't think of another time that I've complimented the EU. Yeah, like, you all. know what? Yeah. <laughs> you get it right every once in a while. Usually <laughs> I'm like, ew, to the EU. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hey, while we're across the pond, can I bring up a news item? Absolutely. Um, Britain may switch back to imperial units. What? <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> we have to explain that to us because we're really dumb. Uh, so, like you foots know, and inches, right? Yeah, like foots, we're like the only foots. country in the world practically. There's like three total that still use feet and inches and all these really arbitrary measurements. Um and uh, most of the world has switched to metric, and uh-huh. all of Europe has switched to metric over time. Um, and the metric system is generally a little bit better. I, I don't defend it in every way. Like, I don't think this is that big of a deal, honestly, in every respect. Like, some people are like, we have to switch to metric. It would save the planet. I'm like, shut the fuck up. What are you talking about? Yeah. The only reason that we should switch to metric is if you ever want to go to another country, it's very hard to understand what the fuck people are talking about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's like one of those things. If you're an American, you never leave America. It doesn't fucking make any difference. Um, you like, know yeah. I, I will say you- this, though. Switch to metric because it makes you feel like you're driving faster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. going 100 kilometers an hour right now. You know what else should be universal? <laughs> oh, boy. Clothing sizes. Because, okay. like, it, you know, if you get, like, something that was, like, made in Europe... Like Europe's like 
tens are not American tens. You know what I mean? Like that should be universal. And if you're a 10 in Pittsburgh, you're probably only a six in other cities. Stop hitting buttons. You don't know what any of them are. <laughs> <laughs> that really wasn't a joke. But but yeah, so Britain on its current path of weird isolationist, we're not like the other girls <laughs> kind of uh, politics is like seriously threatening to go back to imperial units. And I just, I, I just can't. I, why? <laughs> why no, but I think it would make e- things easier. No. What's a, a metric system is just centimeters and millimeter. Just, okay. <laughs> I, I will say the one thing, Britain does measure human beings weight in a system called stones. And I it's like don't very like that. confusing. Yeah, that's, like, yeah, that's really so confusing. confusing. Yeah, like, it, but I feel like it's, and any system that is different sounds confusing and like like it doesn't make sense. But like really, all these every system of measurement is kind of arbitrary. Like I know metric is like oh it's like all based on uh, divisions of ten or whatever, which makes sense. But like the length of a meter is an arbitrary thing. There's just like oh we got this length and we're like this is it. Um, right. So like I don't know it. To say, oh, stone sounds weird and confusing, like, yeah, but also pounds is weird and confusing if you've never used them. Kilograms, I don't know what the fuck that is. I don't do cocaine. Like, I don't... Aquila, all around the world today, a kilo is a measure. Yeah, I, okay, actually, Aquila let's get into this a little bit. Grams. Because if you're a drug dealer... Remember, yeah. If, if you're a drug dealer, you have to learn metric at yep. a certain level because... Uh, international drug trade operates in metric. Right. Exclusively. <laughs> or if you're a Ghostface Killer fan, all around the world today, a kilo is a All right, a Maria, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just need to say, I'm thinking about, we're talking measurements. We're talking systems. Why is it, what is going on with soda, a.k.a. pop, a.k.a. some places just call it Coke? Why is it that a small bottle is a 20 ounce, but then the next bottle up is two liters we're going from ounces to liters within the same product measurements you know what we should just eyeball everything for the rest of time yeah it's uh you know it's just their their way to trick people into yeah Yeah. trick them into what (laughs) i don't know they're just (laughs) tricking them Listen, a, a lot of ancient peoples had counting systems that were just like one, two, three, and then a bunch. Yeah. I, why isn't it like that? Yeah. Honestly, I, I can't really, I can't really keep track of something once there's more than three. How many hot dogs did I eat? I don't know. A bunch, dude. Fuck off. I think we yeah. should just stay with the international drug trade thing. Every distance should be measured in blunts. Yeah. Let's move on. Uh, Our final international story, China. Oh, China. President Xi, what's up? (laughs) Stop talking to President Xi. He's not listening. Uh, No, we anymore. He he stopped listening once once we decided Matt Gates was no longer in front of the pod. President Xi, big fan of Matt Gates. You wouldn't have thought it, but it's true. So anyways, China this week, uh, they made a pretty big, a pretty big decision in that uh, they declared all cryptocurrency transactions illegal. 
Well, I mean, I don't understand cryptocurrency. So. Here's the thing. The more that I've gotten to understand cur- cryptocurrency, which is, st- frankly, none, uh, the more that I have understood that this is like just a pyramid scheme or something. This is just a scam that everyone has kind of bought into. Between Elon Musk and Grimes breaking up and then this news, this is like a really hard week for Redditors. Yeah. If you know a Redditor, maybe give them a call. Well, don't call them because they can't do phones. <laughs> But uh, maybe reach out, um, you know, send them some Reddit silver or whatever. Yeah. Email them and upvote, I think, is a thing you yeah, could do. Something like that. Yeah. Um, tell them, uh, that, I, tell I mean, them that, you're, that they're on your front page, you know? Like, what do you, like, with <laughs> cryptocurrency, like... Don't I ask don't, me to explain cryptocurrency, right. please. Uh, so they're going to, it's illegal. <laughs> I mean, that's fine with me. Well, yeah. It, it's like one of those things that, like... It, it started, what, like a decade ago? Maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. It started some number of years ago. And, like, it's just kind of been this thing that's been in this gray area since the very beginning that, like, like it's not like there's ever been a time where you could go to an ATM and take out a Bitcoin or anything. Like, it's all, theor- to like, Technically theoretical. there has been, so don't. Some 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 nerd is going to be like, actually, there was a Bitcoin ATM in San Francisco from 2014 to 2017. I have seen. Well, first of all, I will fight that nerd on Twitter gladly. <laughs> Second of all, like, I've seen them before. Randomly. Have you, Maria? Yeah, like in L.A. and shit. Okay. They're out there, unfortunately. Yeah. But like, okay, let's change it. Have you ever been able to like walk into a Walgreens and buy something with a Bitcoin? Like, no. The, my point wasn't that it's like, maybe I shouldn't have spoken in an absolute, but like, this has never caught on to the point of being like in- fully integrated into how money works in, right. in our country. It's no. always just been in this like gray area, and it's just been a bunch of people that like cryptocurrency being like, no, 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 no. This is fine. This is fine. And then, like, the government being like, uh, I don't know. Like, are there laws concerning cryptocurrency? Kind of. But, like, <laughs> since it's they, been a decade, like, have they made any, like, actual fucking laws that are like, this is how this works? Or the, they- the whatever it is that regulates the stonks. Stonks. You know what I'm talking about? FIC or F- something. FEC, like- I think. FEC. Yeah, there we go. I couldn't think of it. Um, the FEC. Has wait, like, no, that's not right. That's the federal election right? committee. FCC. At, I thought that was communications. Entire US government come FTC. on the pod. So there's some there's some <laughs> there's some part of the US government that yeah. regulates the stonks. I don't give a shit because I'm poor and I don't think about stonks very much. It's but, FTC uh, full-time crime. Uh full-time crime. Uh yeah. so uh they there there have been a few rulings about crypto, but it's like it's all pretty vague and it's just an unregulated commodities market that's based on nothing. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Man, that's that's all it is. So China was like China, like they set their foot down. They're like, you know what? We're we're done playing this fucking game. Um, and honestly, because there is like it's cryptocurrency is all like a theoretical thing that people are just bought into. Like, like mm-hmm. it's got value for the same reason that a painting has value. Like it's it only has value because somebody says it does or whatever. Hey, that's kind of also it's a that, it, no, it's worse than that even actually. I would actually I would no go painting. much farther because there's really works of art. You can say something about the number of hours that an artist put into perfecting right. yeah, a craft, that's what and I'm then saying. the number of hours that they put into making it. 
Bitcoin is just like this stupid thing that some idiot released online and was like, let's do what happens. And just like, <laughs> right. like now we have this entire nightmare world that we live in based on it. Um, can I tell y'all my my hilarious cryptocurrency story though? Sure. Absolutely. You're gonna cringe so hard. Sorry, I I did I, I cringed so too like early. In, <laughs> in like 2013, 2014. I was like really high and feeling goofy. And I bought like 60,000 Doge coins, which are now worth about $20,000 today. Wow. And it's in an encrypted wallet. I can't open (laughs) (laughs) That's not fun. (laughs) This is one of the problems though with crypto. A lot of people think like, Oh, dang. So many people are making money off of crypto. I try to get into it. But people get robbed in crypto and you have no way to even mm-hmm. try to get that back. Right. Like all these things can happen to you in that in that world. It, it's so unregulated that it's extraordinarily unsafe to actually trade in. And so for every person that you hear that's like, yeah, I got rich off of Bitcoin. You should listen to me. There's some guy that you're not hearing about that works at Burger King right now. That's like, yeah, I, I got robbed by an exchange mm-hmm. for um, my entire life savings. And uh, yeah, it's my like life's a, over. an MLM scheme. Men Lynn Black. Wait, no, uh, the multi <laughs> work at all. Multi-level marketing. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. You know what I mean? Um, it's like that. And it's kind of fucked up because it's like scary that, you know, it could fuck people up in the long run that- well and it is fucking up the environment too no matter what cryptocurrency is one of the most unbelievably environmentally destructive things we've come up with in recent time and we live in a world where you like get a new cell phone that's full of like rare earth minerals and then throw it away in six months and <laughs> cryptocurrency is still worse than that i uh whenever i got my new phone yesterday i actually went and buried my old one in the woods across the street for me because i'm responsible okay see i need to go oh, and throw I put out. it in a ziploc bag first that's I need what you gotta put those to minerals back in the earth yeah, yeah. The earth is mostly minerals. Not a lot of people talk about this. I got to find a place actually to drop off my used electronics. I I mean, there was enough room in the hole. I could remove the top layer of dirt and uh, you could throw it in there with mine. I have a whole box. You know, electronics. Folks, we're going to need a bigger hole. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, it's okay. I was just going to say electronics recycling is actually a whole thing that's been suppressed by companies like Microsoft. that We talked about today. Mm. Mm. Wow. You fuckers. You motherfuckers. Motherfuckers. Um, yeah, so that's enough international. Let's bring it back home, baby. Actually, wait a home. second. Wait a second. Our next subject, uh, COVID, famous global pandemic. Ah, uh, <laughs> god damn it. It's international, but you know what? It's also national. It's it's everything in between. Kennedy, famously, we're the only people that cover we're the COVID. only podcast that only talks cover, about COVID. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I hadn't really heard about it before. Well, no, I think like um, there's like a dozen or so podcasts that talked about it for a week last year, but uh, yeah, we single-handedly are keeping the conversation alive. That's right. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, you know who's not being kept alive? The American public. <laughs> yeah. No, nobody cares. It's Halloween. It's spooky season. We had five days of more than 2,000 deaths this week. Now, I saw something that they were saying, oh, hospitalization numbers are starting to drop. 
And when 2,000 people are dying every day, I don't think that's a good thing to brag about. No, yeah. <laughs> they're, and they're really not. The hospitalization numbers are dropping because people are dying. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah, there's less people. There's like 2,000 less people in the hospital every single day. This is incredible. We started going out into the field at our my job, and I'm getting, like, scared. Even mm. though I wear a mask and stuff like that. But, like, people don't. Like, there's some people that, like, they... They just, you know, they don't wear a mask. And, uh, the, you know, kids, kids are not vaccinated and they're getting it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were talking so, about uh, the long-term, uh, oh, fuck, sorry, I just got lightheaded. What were you going to say, Kennedy? I was just going to say, uh, y'all are podcasters, I'm a podcaster. Mm-hmm. Tell me, how, how much over the last year have you personally just read shit about covid and these vaccines and shit just to try to be mildly informed for your show like i feel like any anti-vaxxer would have to really put up some proof that they've done more research than like even just some knuckleheads like us because like i don't know it just yeah. seems ridiculous yeah <laughs> well um i'm not a big reader i listen to a lot of podcasts um but like i can't I can't read nonfiction for shit, like whether it's articles or writing like me. The research I do for this podcast is I literally like kind of reads headlines, Um, but it's like stuff that I've been listening about uh, to podcasts about all week. So that's why I like that's where I get the context for it. Yeah, Um, I mean, I went to a training uh, at work. They actually had like a training for us about what the vaccines do and how they work and da 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 da. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to fucking get it. Like, I was going to get it regardless because I was like, you know what? If it kills me, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I've lived a great life. Oh, jeez. So. <laughs> but I'm not ready Shit. to die yet. I got a lot of making out to do. Mm. Yep. 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 Something to live for. Um. Ooh. So I... Uh, the last COVID story we had this week, uh, this is exciting. We were talking earlier about, um, you know, how... how just long this has lasted and how, you know, trying to get everybody vaccinated all at once, you know, at this point, it's like maybe not even a reasonable solution. Um, Now, what I've read in my (laughs) research, what I've heard on podcasts is uh, a lot of, a lot of like scientists are kind of saying that, that the, the, the point at which we could eradicate COVID is kind of over Um, that we, just aren't really going to be able to do that. And what it, what a p- the pandemic will turn into is more of an endemic, which I don't know exactly what it means, but I, I guess it's just like something that is just going to be part of life forever. Like how the flu is or like, like um, every year, there's just going to be like surges during certain points of the year. And so like people that are like, Oh, we just have to get used to it. Like they're, they're kind of right. Um, and what what is exciting about this is that, as I said, like this isn't going anywhere. Um, and insurance companies, well, they've decided to stop waiving charges for COVID. Um, yep. Most in most states now, they have gotten rid of all of the protections. Like uh, originally, whenever COVID first broke out, insurance companies were like, hey, you know, come to the hospital. Everything's, you know, we'll take care of it. Don't right. worry about your copays. Don't worry about that. Um, and people are now getting like multi-thousand dollar bills yeah, for yeah. COVID treatment. Yeah. Uh, so that's exciting. So that's that's how you know that it's going to stick around is insurance companies are like, oh, shit, we need to start. We right. need to start we charging, need to start for, charging this. for this. Yeah. Yeah. So. 
That's exciting. You love to see, you know what? COVID, coronavirus, come on the pod. Right. We, you love to we see just a problem. Friend to of the pro- pod, COVID 19. <laughs> right. You love to see a problem that you could have solved easily in two months. Uh, just ruin our dramatic, entire lives. Yeah, dramatically affect the entire rest of the history of the human race. Right. Yeah, you love to see it. Right. You, well, you spend and I'm gonna money have to, to fucking lose a bunch of money. I'm going to have to be a, 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 a typical internet leftist here just to say, this is fucking capitalism's fault, okay? I mean, yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. Because they wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't. They fucking refused to fucking give us fucking money so we could shut down. And they weren't going to shut down. That's about the fucking economy. Oh, uh, fucking, I- what's her name? Simone Sanders had fucking people go down and voting. You know, they don't give yep. a fuck. Yeah, I, I was listening to a podcast. Uh, it's It was an old episode of Why You Mad. Shout out to Jake and Louisa. Not listeners, but friends and former guests. Friends of the pod. Um, it was the episode that they did the first week of COVID, like March 20th or something last of 2020. Oh, really? And they referenced a tweet in it from some guy. I should have I figured out his name before I started telling the story, but it's fine. Um, and his tweet was, uh, something like coronavirus is the trolley problem, but we have to save the trolley. And uh, that was in March of 2020. And that's the most accurate thing that anybody said since then. I think <laughs> like what um, was less coronavirus, more Donnyaris. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so listen, I just want to say for the record, while we're talking about en- endemic illnesses and stuff like that, that mm-hmm. if we were not living under capitalism, we could potentially eliminate the flu too. Yeah, like last we year, could like, eliminate- there was only like 12,000 flu cases for all of last year or something like that. Yeah. Because uh, people were like inside and wearing a mask and stuff like that during flu season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, instead of just like, you know, sending their little kids over to your house to touch all your doorknobs and right or forcing you know people to work what's that one quote that's like it's easier to imagine the end of the world than the end of capitalism that's something famous yeah Yeah. i think gucci Mane said that uh i think it was gucci Mane. yep yep i always forget i always forget about (laughs) gucci which you know you'd you'd be shocked i'm such a big fan yeah friend of the pod (laughs) friend of the pod gucci Mane, come on the pod So let's uh, let's move on. You know what? I'm sick of talking about COVID. We tr- I thought we cured it last week doing the fucking Peter Griffin impersonation, but no, yeah, no, no. Know. It has to keep going. And you know what? We're not going to end up having the David go out of party. You fucking people ruined it. He's going to end up changing his mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, what if I don't Dave- get to I don't get to see 100 Gex. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've heard people reference that band so many times, and I feel I like I is. feel like every time it's a different number of Gex. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't matter wrong. how many Gex, as it's long a- as it's more than three. <laughs> I've never heard of them. They're a jazz band. It's actually about the Gex you don't hear. Oh. Um, so I want to talk about. Uh, well, this uh, we were treat- we were subjected to some awful imagery this week as. Um, me- uh, U.S. Border Patrol agents on horseback uh, were just harassing Haitians uh, yeah. at the at the Mexican border. Yep. Um, now, this particular situation, um, there's a shit ton of Haitians just on the American side of the border, and they crossed over back into Mexico to get food for their families, soup for their families, shout out, um, 
and they were crossing back into America when these border patrol agents like went and fucking harassed them. Now, there were a lot of videos and images uh, from this event. Of course, you could hear the border patrol agents screaming, that's why your country's shit or, you know, all kind of just friendly, welcoming, you know, melting pot of America right. Profe- kind of things. Professional, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, they can't even be fucking these piece of shit fucking sociopaths. Um, also, in the videos, you could see what is absolutely clearly some sort of ropish object. A, it, you know, I, I'm not saying it is literally a rope. It's something that is rope shaped, if you will. Um, and it's being, you know, twirled around and, you know, uh, used in sort of a whipping fashion. I don't know if you could call it a yeah, whip. Yeah, no, it's a fight. They're whipping these fucking people. Well, you can't call it a whip because obviously that is the important part of the story yeah, uh, is whether yeah. or not it was literally a whip. It was No, a- no, the important part of the story is that Joe Biden got rid of their horses. Well, yes, yes. Therefore um, fixing every problem with Border Patrol. Right. Well, hold on. Don't give too much credit to Joe Biden because <laughs> that was actually announced by none other than girl boss Jen Psaki. Fuck uh, you, She whore. said she came out. <laughs> Maria. Sorry. <laughs> What the fuck? Take that out. No. Uh, (laughs) This is the dangers of smoking too much weed before you podcast, folks. I'm not going to do it next week. Yes, you are. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, that bitch. Okay, say her statement. Well, I don't. I didn't write down a quote. She basically is. She was the one that made the announcement. Uh, we're not going to do the horses anymore, you guys. This is obviously unacceptable. Right? They show that they. <laughs> yeah, it's unacceptable that we're using animals. You know what I mean to torture these people. Meanwhile, they just don't address the fucking border patrol. Um, you know what I mean? The people that they're mm-hmm. fucking okay with. Yeah. I saw somebody ask uh, the question: Are horse dogs and horse cops uh, un- are they also included in a cab? And my opinion is no. I don't think. Of so. course not. But the the people that you know control them, uh, it counts double for them. Um, however, a few people said yes that those you know good good puppies who just ended up being you know forced to do police work are bad boys yeah and see i don't, I don't agree, agree with that the worst week yet of our official stance is all dogs are good boys it's kind of funny that they Even never the tried ones. to make cats cops well here's the thing cats want to do it cats are fucking communists yeah. dude you let it you let a group of cats alone to themselves they're gonna fucking set up a commune there ain't shit you can do about it they dude. make a good cartoon fact- cop cats uh, I, I like to post about this on Twitter a lot. I'll take it even further and say cats are natural anarchists. They do not respect a rule that they do not see mutual value in. Period. Mm, that's cool. I like cats. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, as Breaking as, news. I like cats. <laughs> as soon yeah, as like, we started talking about that gravy, walked in and then just sat down real cool. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're an anarchist, buddy. <laughs> if, if you had drug sniffing cats, they'd be like drug sniffing in the sense that they're snorting the coke. Yeah, <laughs> not that they're not that they're busting people, but that they're, they're like the the cat is like you like is that cat high? And the cat's like, I didn't find anything. Yeah. I'm totally normal. It should be illegal <laughs> to use animals. To- I didn't find anything. Uh, by the way, uh, totally unrelated. Have you seen the red dot lately? I need to. Uh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> 
So yeah, um, this obviously there was some blowback when you know when these images were released, uh, um, leading to the U.S. special envoy to Haiti, a guy named Daniel Foot, uh, resigned over Biden's handling of the Haitians that were seeking refuge. He said, "Quote: Our policy approach to Haiti remains deeply flawed, and my recommendations have been ignored and dismissed." Um, so this is like. You don't often see people yeah. resigning in protest of the administration's actions like this. Like, yeah. even even under some of the fucking awful shit Trump did. Like, how many people resigned? Like, oh, I can't, I can't do this. Like, there were a couple, and it was considered highly unusual. Yeah, and uh, so you know, Biden, Trump, you know, uh, you can keep telling me that really different. I don't know. Um, yeah, they're no fucking different. I wish Biden was the one that tweeted from his account because I feel like he I feel like there wouldn't be as much difference if Joe Biden had his own phone. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Oh, not, yeah. I mean, it's just he's not funny at all, really, except when he's like falling asleep and jibber jabbering. But like it's it's just bullshit. Um, but I do have to say like that. I do respect that Daniel Foote. Yeah. For um, actually resigning and making a statement like that, because I think that more people. He's only been on the job like that. Yeah. They should make a statement and say, especially when you work for systems like mm -hmm. you should say when shit's fucked up. But they don't want for that, sure. though. Yeah. Um, yeah. They've been he's only been on the job since uh, like after the president of Haiti was assassinated a couple months ago. That's what Jen Psaki is going to say. Uh. She's going to be like, um, if people ask her about it. Well, no. Um, so, like, Haiti, obviously, it's, like, just a complete fucking nightmare of a situation. But, with, like, there's all these Haitians uh, trying to migrate to the United States. Last week, we were talking about how they're, like, they stuffed them under a bridge. And, like, the, the fucking F.A., the... The plane administration was like, oh, this is a no-fly zone because we don't want people taking yeah. drone video of this. Um, yeah, yeah. And so then, messed up. Yeah, super messed up. They didn't want us so to So they've been, to like, shipping them back to Haiti. And, like, a lot of these people came from Haiti to, like, South America 10 years ago whenever they had that first really bad earthquake. And, like, they, so they haven't lived in Haiti in a decade. And they've been, like, they made their way up to America once Biden became president. <laughs> Biden's like, oh, get the fuck out of here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, piece of shit, did dude. anybody think that Biden's immigration plan was going to be any different from Obama's? Yes, yeah. a lot of people did. But yeah, it, but which is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like ridiculous. He's not going to let anybody in this fucking country. And what's messed up is the economic violence that Haitians are fleeing. Yes. Is caused by American corporations. Yes. Yes. But like ninety percent of the problems that they're dealing with or more are caused by our corporations that went there. And you know, when our corporations want to cross a border like that, mm -hmm. no problem. Nope, no problem. No one stops no one stops a corporation from crossing a border. But then when these victims of that corporation's violence want to come back the other way, it's completely not an option. And this whole like thing that joe biden keeps saying of like now is not the time to come holy shit what yeah. the fuck is wrong with you yeah. <laughs> or kamala harris edging us don't come don't come <laughs> God. uh also um 
before we move on, uh, this was an interesting story. So uh, we're talking about Border Patrol. Now I want to talk about the Department of Homeland Security. They announced this week that they are currently looking for a private contractor that will reopen and operate a <laughs> migrant facility at Guantanamo Bay. Oh. Woo! Listen, the 2000s are back. <laughs> It, they are so back. It's coming back. I mean, Benifer, you know Benifer, what I mean? Yep. Benifer's back. Um, the styles are starting to come back a little bit. Um, yeah, it's 20 years of stuff, you know? We were, it's, all right. So I looked into this a little bit. I'm sorry to break it to you listeners. I did read a little bit. Oh, Christ. Whoa. Ugh, it was like pulling teeth. You're ruining our brand. I know. <laughs> um, so this uh, this facility on Guantanamo has been used for, for migrants before, uh, not since the 1990s. Um, so like before the war on terror, like kind of changed what we were doing with Guantanamo Bay. But the facility has a maximum capacity of 120 people. So like they're going to take the optics of opening a migrant facility on on another island, which means that they have to take people from our border to this fucking island for a fucking facility that can hold a hundred fucking people. And would literally be cheaper to just feed house and put them in a job program. Right. Would literally be cheaper. Yeah. It's it's just it's mind-boggling to me. Mind blowing. I mean, it's it's not like I get it. Like they're gonna do the bad thing, but like just like the fucking optics of being like we're using Guantanamo again, and we're like what all of this. It's so I just it's so it's ridiculous, dude. I, yeah, it's insanity that they can just say this and get away with this, and that liberals will just you know what I mean. Well, it's not Trump. Well, it's not Trump. Like we're re, we're fucking reopening Guantanamo Bay, like in. Like, don't tell me that people aren't going to get tortured there. For 120 people. For like, 120 what? people. The fact that it's on an island that you have to fly people to and it only holds 100 people. Why would you take the hit, like the optics hit of fucking doing it at Guant? Like, why would you do that for 100 people? It's I, it's, I can't it's, fucking stand it. Yeah. It's because Joe Biden is a Richard Spencer Democrat. <laughs> Like Shit. when Richard Spencer endorsed Joe Biden, a lot mm -hmm. of people read that as just he's poisoning the well, which is the easy interpretation. Right. Yeah. But I took it as what what Richard Spencer thinks is that the American fascist project is doing fine. It's 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 accelerating at a nice pace and that Joe Biden will continue to enact that policy. Yeah. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Like that's why he endorsed voting Joe Biden. I mean, because the, the the fascist project is is continuing regardless. Mm -hmm. That's it's as simple as that. People who pretend it all appeared with Donald Trump, get oh. your fucking head out of your ass. I, I don't mean, know what to tell you. Look what Joe Biden did with the fucking crime bill and what he did. And he put how many, um, you know what I mean, black people in fucking prison and what he, you know, started like, you know kids that had to like suffer without a parent and you know people that you know just couldn't adjust and it, it's just fucked up he's been doing this the entire his entire fucking uh career but you know he's not trump so yeah yeah yep and he's gonna extend the patriot act again yep oh yeah again baby. 2000s are back baby. they're gonna expand the powers of the patriot act 
possibly. They are discussing exp- Joe Biden is going to the UN and saying that we're finally not at war. A great thing to say, unfortunately not true. Mm-hmm. But if he's saying that, why would you be not just renewing but expanding the powers of the Patriot Act? Right. It makes it makes George Bush look better in this fucking sense, which is so <laughs> fucked up. You know what I mean? But hey, can you imagine George Bush like leaving office knowing everything he's done and like 20 years later being like Every president is just like making me look not that bad. This yeah, is great. yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, d- don't get me wrong. Fuck George Bush, but oh, it's what, like one of the fucking worst presidents ever. Well, let's oh. let's dive into our main story this week, and this is actually a bit of a rebranding for us. We've uh, had a recurring segment on Worst Week yet, which is titled "What the Fuck, Joe Biden." <laughs> um, and this week, I I retooled it a little bit. We're heading into a new season. We gotta, we gotta step things up. This segment uh, will now be called "What the Fuck." Multiple members of Congress. All right. We got a lot of stories coming out of yep. Congress. Um, do, do you want to start with the upsetting one or the fun one first? Let's go upsetting. Let's go. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um. Well, when I say upsetting, I of course mean the tears that were. Falling down Alexandria Ocasio Cortez's face. Fuck her. Uh, In the wake of her having to vote or deciding to vote present on a bill to support funding for Israel. Uh, And fuck Jamal Bowman too. Yeah. That shit. Um, yeah. Now I did see that every every tweet about it that I saw was said that it was a bill specifically for the Iron Dome. Yeah. But I, I which I I thought meant head. Yeah. Yes, he did. Um. But then I saw like a just like a couple people saying like this is like I mean not like saying that it's good but like that it wasn't something specific. I don't fucking know. This isn't the important part. The important part is that uh I guess she AOC had originally had a no vote and then Nancy Pelosi came over and said something to her and she changed her vote to president and then started crying. Um which she I don't didn't need know. to fucking do. Omar didn't vote no. Talib voted no. Uh, who the fuck else voted no? Like, there were people that... There was another person that voted no. She could have voted no, but no. She's becoming the fucking new Nancy. Um. Well, t- to to be fair, uh, Tlaib and, uh, and Omar don't have the same kind of constituency where it, being accused of anti-Semitism would probably hurt AOC more. I'm not, I'm not saying that that makes what she did okay, but, like... Uh, Talib and Omar definitely have more wiggle room there than AOC does. But even still, like this, it's unacceptable to like to, to do this. But even more so, it's unacceptable to be. A, I, I, in my opinion, it's unacceptable to be a serious leftist and still be mad. Like, and still make a big deal about this. Like, obviously, this is what AOC is gonna do. Like, I, yeah. It's, it's one thing when people are like, fuck AOC or whatever, but when people are like, see, I told you, this is exactly who it is. AOC is not your friend. It's like, duh. None She's of a them fucking are politician, dude. Right. Literally, the one qualification that every single person who runs for office has to have is the desire to run for office, which means that they are not to be trusted. Like, anybody who wants to be a fucking member of the government is not your friend. They, no, they're especially not. at that level. Especially yeah. That, you know, you might have like somebody in your local community government that you actually know and feel that mm-hmm. you can trust yeah. somewhat. But when you have to raise like millions of dollars to run your campaign, no, you can't trust those people. Right, right. They have to do that. Right. And, and I, frankly, uh, I think it makes people look dumber whenever they are shocked by this. Like, yeah. like I think it is, 
by by like people that go on Twitter and say like, I can't believe she did this. It's like, what what do you think politicians do? You have to like, get to a point, especially you know, because listen, like I was a huge fucking Bernie bro, but you have to get to a point in your political growth or whatever the fuck you want to call it that. These people are politicians. There is ego behind it, and they mm-hmm. are going to do things that piss you the fuck off yep. that you don't agree with. They are not your friends. They're not your friends. They play the game. You know what I mean? And if you were if you were more upset by this than some other things, I get it. Cause like I found this so performative that like normally I have oh, to give yeah. like almost everything that people are mad at AOC about. Right. Like I'm just like, yeah, I don't care. Right. And I just move on with my life. But this time I was like, wow, that actually does suck. Mm-hmm. And I, I I'm totally down to acknowledge that. On the other hand, when you're one of those people that you're like, I'm anti-electoralism, except let's primary AOC. <laughs> I just start to uh, assume that you're a Republican sheepdog at a certain right. point. Yeah. Yeah. It's like <laughs> I don't know. It's just there's there's so many people that have built like fo- like followings and are like supporting themselves off of their shit that they run. That <laughs> Jimmy are, Dore, yeah. right? Well, about, I mean, at the hating... very least, Jimmy Dore like had an established career before. I know, but I hate him. So. I, same. Um, <laughs> Jimmy come Dore, come him, on the pod, and I'll kick you. <laughs> people that have like come up in just like the last year that are like their whole brand is this like fuck the squad the fraud squad like a fucking force like all this shit and it's like every time AOC does anything they cash their fucking they cash in on it right and cha-ching, like, cha-ching. like literally it was this they they were ta- saying the same thing about the tax the rich dress as they are about the fucking voting on the Iron Dome bill or whatever it is. Which like, I think voting on the Iron Dome bill was way fucking worse. The shit. That okay. Maria, hold on, hold shit. on, hold on. The Iron Dome bill does have pockets. The dress didn't. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. Pockets of resistance. I brought up the AOC dress controversy last week, and Maria went on for five minutes about the dress did not have pockets. Yeah, I didn't even talk about the message on it. I don't give a fuck about the message on it. I mean, I guess, of course, I agree with Tax the Rich, but uh, you, it had fake pockets. You can't do that. Yeah. You can't do that. No, but I, I definitely agree that, yeah, if you're the kind of person that took those two things equally seriously, you're not a serious person. Right. The Iron Dome yeah. bill is way more actually important. It's material, and it's going to harm people. Right. Um, and it's going to harm specifically oppressed people that really don't deserve it. Right. And it's so, go ahead. That's that's not comparable to like, oh, she was a little performative in a dress at a fancy party. Like, shut the right. fuck up. Right. No, this hurts <laughs> a lot of fucking people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's very and, and frankly it. The fact that they made such a big deal out of her dress last week hurts our ability to criticize her for the important exactly. things. Exactly. Like this. Like, oh, when you're fucking saying that everything, like, it's fucking boy who cried wolf bullshit. Like, the dress was not a big fucking deal either way. Like, it's not good, but it's just like fucking stupid dress doesn't really matter. But yeah. you, when there was the same level of outrage to that as there is to this, which has actual ramifications, then, like... You can't fucking. Uh, I don't know. It's just and, it. And, it weakens the fucking ground you stand on whenever you make a point about something serious, right? And this is why I suspect that some of the people leading this are sheepdogs to bring people to the Republican Party, because yeah. there's an entire class of people on Twitter that will, if you criticize a Republican, will be like, "Why aren't you criticizing the Democrats right now?" And like, if you go through my timeline, for instance, it's ninety percent Democrats, and then yeah. every now and again, I'm like, "Hey." 
Donald Trump sure say a dumb thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> and like those people that say that shit, I don't trust y'all at all. I don't mm-hmm. trust y'all at all. And and the people that made the big deal out of AOC's dress and then, you know, devalue the ability to talk about the Iron Dome. I don't trust y'all even more so because if someone was going to sheepdog people back to the Republican Party, then you would want to make this about a person rather than about issues. Because realistically, the Iron Dome is something that if you're a conservative, you support funding that. Yeah. So uh, I'm inherently suspicious of anyone who's not making this about issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and even even just when people say like, like the way that they talk about the decisions she make, it's not she did this. It's like, uh, or I don't fuck it. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. You know what? Fuck, uh, fuck AOC and the Iron Dome. Yeah, I mean, it's just fucking dress. bullshit. I mean, and she just didn't, sh- and she had like a four page thing, I guess, on Instagram that I did not read. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm going to read vote. this. I made it a sentence in. I'm like, I'm not going to read this. I, yeah, I read I'm it. I'm happy let me for tell you, ya. but I ain't reading this. Yeah, I read it, and let me tell you, uh, you got to the end of it, and you just as confused as when you got there. It's, <laughs> it's, it's four pages of like, this is complicated, and I don't know, and it's just like that. Even more so was like, don't release this stupid statement on top of everything else. I would respect it more if she just came out and said, "Look, some of my constituency are Zionists," and uh, you know, yeah. Like the reality is, it's just like I'm. I guess I shouldn't say the reality. My best guess is that Nancy Pelosi came up to her and was like, hey, if you do this, you're fucked. And right. she knew that Nancy was right and just had to swallow it. Like, I don't think that her starting off as a no was fake. I think that she wants to stay in power. And like the reason she cried is because she knew she was selling out. So like, yeah, it's okay to be like, you fucking sold out. I don't care if you're sad or like, I don't or know. why couldn't you just say, listen, I had to vote because this is what my constituency wanted. I feel that it's, it, that it's fucked up. And I personally, you know, feel fucked up about doing it, but I have to do what my constituency says, you know what I mean? Or whatever. Cause I represent them. Yeah. yeah and it's super fucked up, but I'd respect that more than the shit that she pulled. Yeah. yeah. But again, I'm not an AOC hater. I, criticize what she does but again i i think that she there's times where she is an asset but again what are you gonna fucking do yeah that's a whole other conversation i don't want to have you know what i do want to talk about motherfucking quasimodo came back into the news this week that's right the Senate parliamentarian dropping oh. rulings <laughs> by the fistful. The Senate parliamentarian, as everybody knows, it's the hunchback of Notre Dame, essentially. Uh, they live up in the top of the bell no, in the capital. No, I thought it's a woman. Maria, I swear to what, You saying a woman can't be the hunchback of Notre Dame? <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I thought... Go ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah, thank um, you. Oh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the Senate parliamentarian uh, dropped her, dropped herself into the the uh, ongoing fight over the fucking budget resolution <laughs> I can't infrastructure. That's... I don't know. She basically came down and said, uh, "Hey, just so you guys know, can't do anything about immigration in this bill. Thank you. I'll be. Ba- I'll be I'm going back up to the bill now. Yeah, for what? Like." 
what are you fucking talking about? That bill's never going to be passed. Oh, that bill let's, is absolutely never going to be passed. It's never going to be passed. Let's actually take a step back, though, because the Senate parliamentarian doesn't make rulings in spite of what the mainstream media is kind of mm-hmm. presenting to you right now. What also, I think I just said that. <laughs> makes suggestions. Advisements? Is that too? Advisements. Yeah. Based, basically, here's the thing, okay? So the Senate has a gazillion freaking rules, right? And every time they, you know, make decisions, sometimes it adds to the pile of rules, right? Yeah. So it's hard to, like, keep track of what they're supposed to be doing when, and can we combine things like this in a bill? Is that allowed? You know, et cetera, et cetera. And so the Senate parliamentarian is just like a nerd that you have, you know, filing, leafing through all this paperwork going, uh, it probably doesn't make sense to have this in this bill or whatever. But the, under Joe Biden, this we're in this new era where the Senate parliamentarian just like steps in the room, according right. to the news, and is like, actually, that cannot be done, period. We can't vote on that for six months. And it's like, that's not your job. <laughs> and furthermore, they're being requested to do this. You don't have to you don't have to even invoke the Senate parliamentarian all mm-hmm. the time when you're in power. Uh, like the Democrats are choosing to just constantly be like, hey, Senate parliamentarian, are there weird loopholes? Yeah, they know to um, do or- that. They know <laughs> like- to do that so they can get away with fucking again, not doing anything. Not doing a goddamn thing. But, you yep. know, blaming something else. This is what the Senate Parliamentarian said. Mm. You know? Another exciting thing happening right now is uh, there's apparently another debt limit fight. Now, this happens like what? I feel like there's like a threat of a government su- shutdown every year now. And like, yep. I wasn't paying enough attention to politics in t- to like really know until a few years back. Um, Maybe like 10 years back at this point. I don't fucking know. But like, I feel like these are happening too much, and I, I, I don't understand why they keep happening. Just print more money, dude. Um. Well, that's like the thing is that, like, the reason that we're hitting a debt thing, it's like, the Congress already has agreed to pay bills that like don't fit under the debt thing, the debt limit, and like, why? Why is this? It doesn't make sense that this is how this process fucking works. Right. Um. But yeah, so uh, I think it's going to run out at the end of this month. Um, The House passed a bill to do an ongoing resolution to December, which is like, why are we doing three months at a time? Like what we do our budgets a year at a time, but only do the debt limit three months. It's like it's so fucking dumb. Like what what? Does anybody talk to anybody else? Like I don't, I don't understand how this process works this way. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the good news is, like I said, the bill passed the House to extend the government to December third, and uh, the Senate Republicans said they will filibuster it. So it's going to be probably shut down. I don't fucking know. Right. The Senate Republicans are probably really stoked so. that they get to shut down Biden's administration within the first couple. Dude, wasn't Trump? Didn't he have a government shutdown for like six months at the beginning of his pre- in like the first yeah, year? Yeah, there was presidency? a shutdown. Yeah. yeah, there was a long shutdown during Trump's presidency. I think there's also a shutdown during Obama's presidency. Well, there were. As well. I think mm-hmm. there were yep. multiple under Trump. Or, or I don't. I don't fucking know. And the other thing is, is like, what does this actually do? Because like, there were at least two long-term shutdowns in the last ten years. Right. And like, what did it do really? Like, I don't. It's. Uh, 
I don't know. I mean, obviously, I know workers get furloughed and a lot of things like that. But, right. like, it's just, it's such a weird fucking process. Um, you know? Yeah, no, it just screws the regular workers. And, like, the members of Congress are going to get paid and, like, just go vibe yeah. on an island or mm-hmm. some bullshit. Um, and wait for the government to, like, make motions to reopen or whatever before they even come back. Yeah, they so, like, they on... don't give a shit. No, they get to go um, on vacation. Yeah, so the only people that are actually going to be hurt by these government shutdowns in general are, like, really low-level government employees. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, let's see. Another uh, story in our segment. What the fuck, members of Congress? Uh, oh, we've got an update to the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act. It's not going to happen. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Talks ended this week with no breakthrough in sight. Cory Booker, who's the lead Democratic negotiator, said, quote, we weren't making any more meaningful progress on establishing really substantive reform for Americans. End quote. Uh, Joe Biden famously promised to have this done by the one year anniversary of George Floyd's death. Yeah. No, a little late on that one, buddy. Uh, This will never happen. Um, As as everybody knows, uh, you know, the Democrats, the party of defund the police. They just seem to be letting it, <laughs> letting it yeah, stay funded. Them, it, <laughs> again, what they did was it happened and they were like, oh, fuck, well, we got to do some symbolic shit to get them quiet. Mm-hmm. And that's what they did. Yep. That's what they fucking did. They painted Black Lives Matter on streets. They made, uh, you know, they named... Uh, fucking other streets like black lives matter they you know said that we're gonna put cultural more cultural competency into companies and you know everybody changed their fucking profile picture black and you know all fuck it they did not give a fuck they didn't give a fuck and again this is how they get away with it and they're gonna blame the republicans and this is what it is this was like going back on a episode that you guessed on kennedy this is like one of the things that uh, that really bothered me bothers me the most about people who, you know, they they hate they refuse to uh, to talk about electoralism in any meaningful way, and they say that like, oh, we have to get out into the streets, we have to get out into the streets. That's how we get Medicare for all. If enough people get out in the streets, and like those protests were obviously fucking tiny and all, but like three cities. But even still, like. There were tens of thousands of people out in the streets in like a hundred cities last year. Yeah. And fucking nothing happened. Nothing happened. Nothing. Like, and I mean, there's other ways to do it, but like, you're talking about like full scale fucking revolution. You're not going to do it with some fucking protests. No, it's all performative. And here's the thing. Performative politics can be useful. Mm-hmm. Protests can be useful even right. if they are largely performative. But there has to be like actual long-term organization. Otherwise, you're just performing the idea of politics, but you're not changing anything about your life or how you live or anything like that. Yeah. If you want to have a revolution, you have to be willing to be like the Zapatistas and spend 10 years in the freaking jungle, marching in the rain, mm-hmm. organizing communities and like hiding from the government while you wait for a moment of revolution. Uh, I don't see anyone in this country who's goddamn prepared for that at all. Oh, yeah. Um. Fuck no. <laughs> Nobody yeah. is prepared for that. I mean, that's the we thing. We have fucking people out here take, taking paid time off to do what they call a general strike. Like, we are not where we are not in the place where we can not work within electoralism. Like, I, 
I, it's a nice goal, but like, dude, like, well, you can't. The thing is, is that you can't like shut down when the Democrats fucking throw you crumbs, and that's how I feel a lot. Of, what a lot of fucking people do is you look at this fucking, you know what I mean? Oh, we got Joe Biden in office. They throw you some crumbs on this shit, and then you're like, oh. Well, everything's cool. They're gonna, you know what I mean. They do all this symbolic right. shit. Like it, it's just, it's completely fucked. And and I feel just terrible for the families that you know what I mean have been affected by this, uh, and who are going to continue to be affected yep, yep. by this because yep. they're killing kids again. Yep. Cops are doing whatever the fuck they want. Yep. And they 100%. always will. They always will. Cops here in my city are refusing to listen to the orders of city council in regards to breaking up homeless camps. Like city council here has been working to like change the city's attitude towards homelessness and like create a more progressive set of policies Mm -hmm. that could actually help people a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, But the cops are making it hard for any of this to work out because they won't respect the rules that city council is asking them to respect. They just keep breaking up homeless camps and they've been doing it for the entirety of the pandemic here. Same thing that our warden's doing at ACJ, ignoring this. um, You know, they had a contract with uh, this de-escalation program, which was basically torture. Right. Um, And the city council voted against it because it was a controversial program. It doesn't work and it hasn't worked in other prisons. And he's basically saying, I'm not going to go by the motion. You know what I mean? It's these people in that culture you're not going to be able to i don't think any laws are going to reform the police department i believe it has to be eradicated do you need something else you know what i mean to replace that absolutely but you could have social services you could have a bunch of different things you know what i mean and again i get it you know what i mean like what are you gonna do with murders and stuff it is causing more pro. It's causing more harm than good. They can't even fucking solve murders. If if you want to make the argument that one percent of the current police budget should still go to something like a SWAT team that could exist for the really truly extreme situations where like someone is actually being held hostage, yeah. right. I could maybe see that. Exactly. But literally, you try to argue with me that more than like about one percent of that budget should keep being the stick. Um. I don't buy it. Yeah, like, why does the guy that comes to fill out a form after somebody uh, hits hit and runs my car, why does he need to have a rocket launcher? I don't know. It's just, it's a little, I feel like we could use our money. Why does he have a, a shotgun loaded and obviously sitting in the front of his car <laughs> while I'm just trying to have a regular conversation about this person lightly rear-ending me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fucking... Well, I'll tell you what, our last story in our what the fuck Congress segment, um, we got a bit of a fun one. Uh, We saw a new strategy hit the House floor this week when none other than Marjorie Taylor Greene printed out a giant meme. (laughs) See, here's the thing. Bernie printed out a Twitter post, though, before. Well, then that's just as funny. I guess. Was it a Scooby-Doo Twitter post? No, Maria? no, no. It wasn't as was ridiculous. It, was as... it a meme? No. Other people well, have that's the point out is memes. That... But Marjorie Nobody Taylor does it quite like MGT. was... Yeah, this was this was on, an, on another level, okay? Yeah, yeah, what did she do? Because she, she pulled out a meme that was a Scooby-Doo, like taking the mask off a bad guy. And the mask said Green New Deal. And then she lifted <laughs> it up and it was... Was it 
She said it was China, but I don't think it was the Chinese flag. It was just flag. a generic communist flag. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a hammer. It was like a red background with a yellow hammer and sickle, which is like yeah. mixing fucking imagery from two different things. But but she said, yet, as you can see in this simple meme, what appears to be the Green New Deal is actually a handout to China. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, dude. This is so insane. Uh, like, do you imagine how fun it must be to be like President Xi and see that? Like, yeah, I know. Oh, like, we're all we're, all China is trying to do is like just make their country the best country. Like, not to kill anybody else, but just to be the best country. Like, that's all they want. And he's like, "Shit, is America gonna be you know offering up competition?" He turns on the TV and it's like. Nope, they're making memes about me. We're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, if I was President Xi, I'd be laughing. He's probably, you know, sitting in his house, you mm-hmm. know, with his leather jacket and uh, smoking a cigarette. President Xi yeah. definitely does not smoke menthols, but... Yeah, he still, does. He can still be menthol mafia. Yeah, he smokes menthols. No, he does not smoke menthols. I, I've been to China. They don't even have menthols. Oh, uh, well, I sneak them there what okay i mean i'm sure that he could get them yeah he could get them in but but he just you know hangs out and he sees like that america just keeps trying to fuck with him and he's like dude i'm not even fucking doing anything like just (laughs) let me vibe and you have to admit it as a dictator he is the coolest one i mean he just you know he chills yeah he vibes he chills i don't even know if i would call him a dictator because at that point, the definition is so loose that, like, Angela Merkel is a dictator. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the lady that drinks the beer. Yeah. <laughs> Angela Merkel. The What uh, would you call President G? Uh, I don't know. I mean... Honestly, I don't know any of those terms, so it doesn't even... I would call him... Uh, maybe. Ten year anniversary yeah. of uh, oh. Call Me Maybe just came out. So hey, oh. I just met you. I Chris- love Carly Rae. <laughs> yeah. She's great. So, this is crazy. Honestly, one of the like, not even like just going by the genre or the sound of it, but, but like just like the structure of that song. It's like one of the best songs ever written. So here's my it's, number. It's incredible. She's a great songwriter. Call it's incredible. Me maybe. Yeah, um, if you've never listened to her album Emotion, that's like probably the best pop album of the last ten years. Really. Mm. We mm-hmm. should do an episode about that with President Xi. Yeah. Um, so that's all I the Congress. Li- I, I would love to do that episode so much. I really <laughs> want to know what President Xi thinks about some of those songs. Oh, yeah. Do you think that uh, President I, Xi listens to, like, Carly Rae Jemsen? I want to think that, like... Maria fucking no. Like, I, I, but listen, okay. Picture this. President Xi listening to, like, bubblegum pop songs like that. It's easier to remember to imagine the end of the world than President Xi listening to Carly Rae Jemsen. Uh, I don't know. I I think that I think that he gets into like you know girl power pop. He he gets into pink. I think this is what. Uh, just imagine this, everyone. Okay, we tell we're you we're painting a picture here. We tell you terrible <laughs> things. Listen, I Wait, know. Wait, no, do it in the Dan Carlin voice. But you have to imagine. But you have to imagine. <laughs> Uh, listen, I know that I was off the rails in the beginning of this. Um, but definitely not now. But. What I have to say is the reason I tell you to imagine these things is because we tell you all of this horrible shit. I have to give, I have to relax it. You know what well, I mean? We've got some good news, Maria. Yep. We do. Okay, I have some good news too. Oh boy. 
All right, go ahead. No, you tell me yours. Uh, just versus stuff. Um, I don't know if a new one's going to come out. Wait. Wait, I, I no, also, no, 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 no. Time out. Your good news is you don't know if a new one's coming out. There's a lot of people. So Okay, so T.I., he challenged 50 Cent to a versus battle, and 50 Cent was like, stay away from me. Um, ja Rule admitted that him and Fat Joe intentionally did not play their R. Kelly songs on the verses, which is cool. Fuck R. Kelly. Uh, and somebody's asking for Missy Elliott and Lauren Hill verses, uh, which is interesting. Um, so your good news is that there's a potential versus battle. Yes. And then or unless you're doing the Britney news, I can. Nope. Okay. What's the Britney news, Maria? Well, she's going to court on the 29th. That's um, so. Do we already know about that? Uh, I just want to remind people because it's coming up this week. <laughs> so, you know, if you pray, pray. If you, I mean, they're going to, I think they're definitely going to get rid of it. But, you know, uh, well wishes to Britney Spears. Yeah. Yeah. Friend of the pod, Britney. Yeah. Do you think Britney Spears listens to Carly Rae Jepsen? Don't answer that. Yeah, My yeah, good news uh, that yes. we're going to end on here. Um, this week, uh, the New York City Council passed like a slew of new regulations considering delivery drivers in New York City. New York City mm -hmm. is actually uh, like the biggest delivery market, at least in the country, maybe in the world. There's like 80,000 delivery employees. Yeah, because they don't have yep. no kitchen in a lot of those fucking <laughs> apartments. There is no apartments in New York that don't have a kitchen. I mean, they <gasps> do. They have what kitchens. What are you talking about? They have kitchens, That's but they're so why. goddamn small. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so tiny, it's unusable. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, I mean, that's not why it's the biggest delivery city. It's because Americans love fucking delivery shit, and New York is the highest concentration of Americans in a city. Uh, that's... I mean, I'm guessing, but I think that's it. But anyways, this is not the point. The point is, is that New York City Council is trying to fucking do some things to protect these delivery workers. That's cool. Um, that includes uh, new measures such as um, they get mandatory bathroom use in any places that do delivery. So uh, apparently this was a thing before, is that if a delivery driver came in to pick up food, they might not have been allowed to use the bathroom that's in the place. Up completely fucked up as somebody who has a job where i drive around in a truck right. i know the struggle of needing to use the bathroom yeah um one time i pissed in a gatorade bottle in the back of the ice cream truck and then dropped it so uh <laughs> piss also, everywhere. that's like that's like a staple part of what used to make being a delivery driver like an okay job in spite of the many problems with it was mm -hmm. that like between deliveries you could come back to the restaurant where you work and like sit in a warm place and snack on something and take a piss and all that shit yeah. so that you actually could like feel like a human during the day. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, another one of the measures uh, is that there's going to be some minimum level of pay, which um, I'm, I don't know. I didn't read the details of how this will work and I'm sure that's still going to be insufficient in some ways, but like, you know, I've heard stories about people fucking spending an hour delivering something and then like their net pays like $4. <gasps> So, like, I don't know. This is good. Um, this will also, I'm sure, lead to some fucking challenges by Uber Eats or fucking Grubhub or whatever. Oh, and, yeah. You know, this th This is going to be the story of the next decade uh, economically in America is just how much shit can companies that make everybody a contractor get away with. Right. It's a new gig economy, so they're going to find out ways how to fuck with them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, so... It's uh, it's bad news. But um, it's a good. But it's good that they got. Oh that. no, it's good news. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
but uh, it's definitely part of something that is a bigger picture that may. It's this is interesting. Um, I don't. Well, know. the Netherlands also ruled recently that uh, those type of gig workers had to be considered employees, and that those companies mm. had to start doing that stuff. That's good. So, did those companies stop doing back. business in in the Netherlands? Because <laughs> that's I, we don't know yet. Yeah. Just they just ruled it recently. Mm. Um, and in fact, uh, Uber already said for sure that uh, they would not comply at all. Um, and they would be fighting the case and they would not comply until they finished fighting the case, which is, that's kind of a funny thing to think about. Cause like, if I, if I lost a, a legal battle and I was supposed to go to prison mm-hmm. and then I was going to appeal it, I couldn't just stay out of prison because I was going to appeal it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like whatever ruling is supposed to be applied immediately, but because Uber's a giant corporation, they're just like, yeah, we're not going to do it. We'll see if you actually call call the bluff. Right, but and they're Corp- continuing to battle it. Corp- you know what? Uber needs a Senate parliament. There needs to be an Uber parliamentarian. Here's the thing, though: <laughs> if corporations are people, uh, you know what I mean? Fucking put everybody in charge of Uber in jail. Mm. Fuck it. Put the cars in jail. Well, this has what, been another episode. Cars? No, Maria. Fuck. Jesus Christ. No, Elon Musk's cars, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's double good because then the jails will blow up. This has been another <laughs> fantastic episode of Worst Week Yet. Kennedy, thank you so much for coming on, pal. This is oh, really thank fun. You. Um, thank you so much for tell having me. Our, uh, tell our listeners where they can find you and what you're doing. Um, I'm at Kennedy T. Cooper on Twitter. That's the best place to follow me. Um, I have some shows that I do right now. Not Safe for Wonks is a politics show. Sentai Truther Club's about the Power Rangers. Uh, Uncivil Disobedience is also politics, but is kind of different in a lot of ways. It's more historical. Um, and uh, I'm also working on something new that doesn't have a name quite yet, but uh, if this piques your interest, do follow me. I am going to be doing a sort of home improvement for leftists show where I will teach people how to do stuff like change an outlet or do some gardening because I have done a lot of construction and practical things like that. And I'm tired of capitalists telling us, uh, you don't know what it's like to do real things. Um, so I'm going to teach you how to do real things so that you can, uh, go over to that annoying capitalist in your life's house and fix his garbage disposal that doesn't work. And then be like, how do you like socialism now? (laughs) That's fucking awesome. You should call it tool time without Tim Taylor. Um, (laughs) Tool time without Tim Taylor. That's exciting. Um, Anti-tool time. Because I also hate the band. Yeah, fuck tool time. (laughs) Fuck tool time. Uh, fuck tool, fuck time. Also, time's a motherfucker. Yeah, time's no, nah, um, time's kind of time will good. sneak up on you. you yeah, know? time sneaks up on you, but time is also good because it's healing. Time is all yeah. I have. Yeah, time is on my side. Time is yes, not on my is. side, Maria. You can find Maria on Twitter, tweeting out thoughts and animal pictures at Sandernista four one two. It's Wide Bear Week or Fat Bear Week. Fat so Bear Week. You September better get up 29th, on there, baby. Um, you can find me at Andrew Hillary US. Oh fuck, we do have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Worst Week Yet. Forgot to plug that. Whoops. And we have an email. Uh, it's Worst Week Yet at gmail.com. Um, for anything else, I don't know. Fucking Google it. We'll be back next week with another episode. Everything's going to be fucked.